Hey guys, and welcome back to the Honey Girls World podcast. If you are new here, I am Honey, and thank you for joining me today. Um, it's been quite a while since I released my last podcast episode, and I've been trying to record different series and episodes over the course of the last two months or so, um, but things got away with me and then I wasn't quite happy with the content so I decided to push back on that Um, before I get started I wanted to go ahead and um, tell everyone happy new year happy 2021 my hope is that 2021 will far exceed um, our expectations since I know 2020 with COVID and everything else things have been kind of crazy Before the new year, I started a new series on my YouTube channel and I, my goal was to do it on my podcast as well and to also have a portion on my blog as well. And if you've been a longtime follower of mine, you may know that I am a huge true crime person. I am very passionate about true crime cases. I follow a lot of them um, for quite a few many years. A little backstory. Um, I actually wanted to be an FBI agent (laughs) and I am a huge fan of Criminal Minds. I'm so bummed that it came to an end last year. And everybody's going to be texting me right now. Sorry about that, guys. But... You know, I have always been really big on true crime. And because of that, I will be having a segment. I've released two videos already on my YouTube channel. So um, normally, or my thought behind it is that I will be um, taking the audio files from my YouTube videos and uploading them to my podcast. So we'll see how that goes. But this most recent video that I did, it kind of included um, slideshows. There's a lot of music involved and so forth. So I decided that I would record something on my own anyway. So today I'm coming to you with a special edition true crime podcast episode. Um, This was originally released on January 22nd because this young gentleman's name, Aiden, um, it was his birthday. So it was released specifically for that day, but I wanted to make sure to try to get the word out as much as possible. And therefore, I'm going to be recording a podcast um, and uploading it to our or, or uploading the episode this is kind of impromptu so I really didn't get an opportunity to um do much other than what I'm talking about today um my goal is to have true crime Tuesdays and while I will be featuring some of the true crime stories murder mystery unsolved mysteries missing persons um throughout the United States and worldwide. I wanted to try to also get in as many missing persons or unsolved cases for the state of Hawaii and my island home of Maui. 
<clears throat> to get the word out as much as possible. Um, I've been doing a lot of research and realized that there's really not a lot of awareness for the cases that are Hawaii based. So that is my goal. And with that being said, we are going to go ahead and um, get started. As I stated in my intro, um, I am going to be doing a true crime video today. Or, I'm sorry, not a true crime video, a true crime podcast today. And today, I'm going to be talking about a young man named Aiden Teague Dungan. This is his story that I'll be sharing with you. Aiden was born on January 22nd, 1996 to Laurie and Sam Dungan. He's a local boy born and raised on the south side of Kauai, which is an island on the far end of the Hawaiian island chain. Um, if you've been a longtime follower of mine, then you know that I live on Maui. I'm born and raised on Maui, and I am a true and true Hawaii local girl. So Aiden is a Hawaii resident. Um born and raised as I said on Kauai and he is the son of Laurie and Sam Dungan he also has a brother named Lachlan Aiden's parents you know I had the opportunity to talk with Aiden's mom Laurie and she is an absolute sweetheart very kind-hearted you can see where Aiden's personality would come from since I didn't know him on a personal level um she was just an absolute sweetheart and I wish I could come up with another word to explain her explain about her but I you know she was really sweet to me and talking to her and hearing about what type of person Aiden was was just a joy for me and I really appreciate that she took the time to really work with me to get some information out um Aiden's parents had said that Aiden is a sweetheart um his mom and dad would joke that they never had the chance to discipline Aiden because he was just never naughty. He was just a really good kid, easygoing, laid back, and he really just went with the flow. Um, Aiden, like most local boys here in Hawaii, he enjoyed the water. He loved to surf. Aiden learned how to surf when he was nine or 10 years old. Um, and as many, many locals here in Hawaii know, the ocean is a big part of our childhood. Surfing, some form of water sports, it's things that a lot of us that grew up here enjoy. And, you know, it was something that Aiden loved to do. He loved to surf and he also loved to play the ukulele. Now, if you're not familiar with what an ukulele is, it is a stringed instrument similar to an acoustic guitar, but on a smaller version. Um, they can either be four strings, they can be six strings, and they can go up from there. Um, but it, it's got a beautiful sound and most local music that you get here in the islands Oftentimes, there is an ukulele um, being played. It's a beautiful instrument. I learned how to play it when I was really young. Um, I own one. My sons all each have one. My husband has one. And as a kid, I grew up with it. But it's something that Aiden really enjoyed to do, which says a lot about his nature, um, what type of person he was. He 
obviously laid back, loved to surf. He loved to play music and he was very artistic. Um, Aiden's mom had explained to me that as a kid, Aiden had a painting featured in the Kauai Electric Company calendar um, one year, which, you know, we're, we're small little towns here. And so to have something like that is a really big honor. It's distributed island-wide and it's something that, you know, we can be proud of. Aiden loved his dogs. He had three dogs um, growing up, Milo, Nala, <clears throat> excuse me, Milo, Nala, and Wheelie. Um, those were his pals. And Aiden is also very close with his grandparents. They kept in contact all the time, spent a lot of time together. And, you know, just overall, Aiden came from a close-knit family demographic and always kept in contact with each other. About three weeks before Aiden's 18th birthday, Aiden was diagnosed with a form of nonviolent mental illness. Now, I kind of slightly touch base with this um, in my video, but to kind of emphasize a little bit more, I stress on nonviolent because what people don't understand is oftentimes mental illness can take form in many different shapes. It could be a form of depression. It can be a form of anxiety. Um, a number of different things a person can be struggling with. And nowadays with the technology and where our medical field is at now, it's a little easier for people to be able to really see what's happening in our lives or diagnoses come a little easier. And you know, so I want to stress that, you know, it wasn't a violent mental illness that he was diagnosed with. His doctors prescribed him medication and, you know, ultimately Aiden did not like the way it made him feel. Um, it made him feel like a zombie and he felt really weird. So because of this, you know, he decided to start self-medicating to kind of counter-react that um, feeling, which in, you know, to be honest, a lot of people do end up doing. It's, it's a form of them being able to cope. In late August, early September of 2019, Aiden was sent to Maui, which is where I currently live or where I'm born and raised. He was sent here um, to go to the Aloha House Rehab Clinic. Aloha House is, um, you know, someplace here on the island where people get checked into or sometimes they get ordered by the courts to go and um, do some time to go through rehabilitation and after spending his time there he was released and was staying at a sober living facility that's located in Wailuku on Lower Waiehu Beach Road so you know he was there and just basically getting everything together getting his life together getting things in check Aiden's mom came by to see him on Maui and to visit in September of 2019. And she spent approximately four days on island with him, um, hanging out and so forth. And then during the first half of October 2019, you know, Aiden was driving around his moped. 
Um, this moped was a black moped with red trim, license plate number MO2189. Now, this was the first half of October. During the second half of October and into the beginning of November, Aiden was driving around his car. Now, the reason why these two things are kind of being talked about right now in this form of text is because it's kind of got a little bit of extraness to it with regards to the story. Um, when Aiden received, or let me backtrack a little bit, um, Aiden basically voiced to his parents that you know he loved to surf and he was going to Ho'okipa which is a popular surfing spot here on Maui and he was packing his surfboard on his moped now it's a difficult thing to do because it's highway road which is not like your traditional sense highway but still a heavily traveled road oftentimes windy because he's going one part of the island to a different part um even if it's only a 15 20 minute drive or say um so to say it it he was dealing with the wind factor where the wind was essentially just pushing him all over the place since he was packing his surfboard on a moped so after voicing his concerns about that to his parents um his mom ended up sending down a car to him. So Aiden drove that moped, um, as I stated, in the first half of October. And then he posted an ad on November 1st through Craigslist stating that the, um, the moped would be available for sale on November 4th. Now, um, because he was driving his car then, right so his parents sent the car over so during the second half of october and beginning of november aiden was driving the car that the parents sent over and it was a 2006 silver scion xb so here's what's happening here he posted it for sale it was supposed to be available for sale on november 4th he posted the ad on november 1st and then he was driving around his 2006 Scion, Silver Scion XB as his main form of transportation. This car will later be located at a private residence in Wailuku after he had gone missing. So let's talk a little bit about the day that he was last seen. On the day of November 7, 2019, Aiden had had lunch with a friend. Um, and she had mentioned when she had lunch that he seemed like he was a bit stressed out. But he didn't really explain to her what the reason for that was. That evening at about 8.47 p.m., he texted his dad um, to basically say he was going to get a haircut and to pick up his check. And that was the last time anyone has heard from him and had seen him. Over the course of the next two days or so, his parents were trying to reach him and get a hold of him, and they weren't getting any answer through his phone and no response to texts. Eventually, about two days later, um, Aiden's parents had called again, and the phone went straight to voicemail, and then there was no voicemail set up. So, you know, 
they assume that either the phone was off or it was dead or something along those lines. What made it difficult for them and what still makes it very difficult for them is, as I stated before, Aiden comes from a close-knit family. They always kept in contact with each other, if not every day, every couple of days, whether it was via phone call or text. And if Aiden didn't reach out to his parents for any reason, he always kept in contact with his brother. So it was something very unusual for the family to have to experience. And they ultimately had a really bad feeling. Um, Something had to have been wrong. Aiden's parents did talk to that friend that Aiden had lunch with on the last day that he was seen. And as I stated... She said that Aiden seemed like he was a bit stressed, but he didn't say why, and he didn't explain that he was going to go anywhere or do anything. Aiden's moped was picked up by three unknown males that were driving a pickup after Aiden had gone missing. No one knows who these men are, and to date, there still has been no transfer of title that has been filed for the moped. So, you know... Again, as I stated, I brought that portion up um, in the story about that because Aiden, the last time he was seen was November 7th. The moped was supposed to be available for pickup on November or available for sale on November 4th. So within those few days, no one knows if the moped was actually sold or if Aiden had received money for the moped or anything along those lines. So that type of information is still missing. Um, No one knows. The moped hasn't been seen again. It's essentially just gone. It's just another piece to a puzzle of a lot of holes. Um, In December 2019, Aiden's dad, Sam, flew to Maui to see if he could get any information on Aiden's whereabouts as well as, you know, take the time to look for his son. And during that time, in early December, Sam found Aiden's Scion XB at a residence approximately two blocks from the sober living facility where Aiden was staying or the place where he was last seen. Um, And, you know what makes it so weird is that his dad was basically just driving around in and out of roads looking up and down for his son it just breaks my heart when I think about that you know I'm a mom I have three boys and I think about what these parents could possibly be going through it hurts my heart just to think about that and you know so Sam is going up and down and he comes across Aiden Sion. When he talks to the resident at the house, the resident first said that Aiden had been staying there and left his car there. But later, the person said that he knew Aiden and found his car at the beach, brought it back to his house for safekeeping. Um, I don't like to often talk about my opinions with things like this because... We don't know. I wasn't there. I have no idea. But I will say that, you know, if the keys was left in a car for him to be able to pick up the car and move it from the beach, I think that that's kind of an odd scenario that someone 
even if they were out surfing at the beach, left their car with the keys in the car. We've had an extreme amount of thefts over the last five to ten years. Um, People are driving away with other people's cars from their property. So leaving something at the beach. And when I say at the beach, um, where this car was located was on a street where at the end of the street was the ocean right there it's rocky it's not sandy or anything like that it's essentially the rocky part of the island um a lot of times when i you know when i was growing up or in high school we would go down to that same location and paddle our surfboards out from there when it was a really good surfing day or our boogie boards um it's not something where you just go jump in the water and you go swimming it's not that type of beach it's more for surfing or to kick back it's at the end of a dead um a dead end street and you know that's where you would go so i i consider that to be kind of shady um that you know aiden even if he was completely trustworthy would leave something in that particular area with his keys in the car Um, And then, you know, somebody knew exactly where he left his keys to be able to grab it. So that scenario is kind of weird. But apparently, you know, things had changed. Stories have changed and stuff like that um, over the time frame. Who and what said what? I really don't know the situation. But um, people have said that, you know, there are rumors that he jumped a plane and went to Switzerland. Or, you know, somewhere international, Europe, somewhere along those lines. But after speaking with Aiden's parents um, or Aiden's mom, she had said it was just not feasible for him. It was near, near to impossible for him to be able to do because he would have to obtain a passport, which he did not have. And that was not something easy to do. Um and then there were also where some people had said that he uh, may have gone off island so he's traveling within the hawaiian islands or he may have boarded a plane and gone to the mainland now things are not cheap here just to fly in their island sometimes can be 200 dollars or more um maybe not so much with covid right now they've been kind of giving us deals on the flights but still still pretty costly and then to go to the mainland is or the continental u.s um is also not cheap to do he would have needed a lot of money to be able to do that and aiden's parents have been trying to find out from the airlines whether or not he was actually on a plane um within those days but they weren't able to obtain that information obviously for privacy purposes but you know they were hoping that the police or someone would do some research and kind of find out if indeed he was on a plane because that would really clear up a lot of information you know but ultimately none of that um, can be substantiated Interestingly enough, when Aiden's parents got possession of the car, they noticed how immaculately clean the car was, um, which stood out to them because this was something unusual. Aiden was young. He's a bachelor. Um, 
he wasn't messy but he wasn't clean i mean it's a car you you have all your personal belongings in there i throw a whole bunch of stuff in there i'll have water bottles in there i'll have you know a, a number of different things in my car mind you i'm a mom so i always have a lot of stuff but he was young and um or younger during that time and so he didn't really hardly clean his car out and you know if this was something outside of the norm of his personality and the car itself lacked all personal sense to it so you know there wasn't anything that basically stated this was Aiden's car because it was so clean um so you know they were really worried about that and then the car were looked the car was looked at by authorities it didn't necessarily yield any additional information so you know that that was kind of where that part got to and what happened there um because his parents and family did not hear from them it caused much more alarm in that they really think that you know foul play is involved um he texted he called or they were they would text and call back and forth there was always 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 some form of communication no matter what um again the family was very close but yet there was no communication from them or from him to his family since he had gone missing there have been some possible sightings of Aiden but those have been checked out and it turns out that those sightings weren't of him at all um so you know it it is at a point now where family members are looking at this and going okay this we've gotten as much information as people want to give us now we got to get the word out we have to find out what's happening to this boy and hawaii is a small place majority of the time community based um as i stated in my video maui in general is a small location but that doesn't mean that maui doesn't lack its dark side um our homeless population had increased dramatically over the years we do get a lot of homeless flown here from out of state because you know it's easier to live here in Hawaii on the streets and be homeless than it is for them to be on the streets in the snow in the bad weather hurricane season like all of those kinds of things make Hawaii a little more ideal where people can stay and so our homeless amounts have definitely <laughs> So as I stated before, you know, Hawaii or Maui, just the Hawaiian Islands in general are not without its bad parts of it. And I'm not saying that the homeless are bad. I'm just saying homeless, the the drug epidemic here has increased dramatically. Um it it's pretty crazy. And you know, because of that my thought process is that if someone keeps in contact with his family so much and then it's basically like he fell off the edge of the earth something's going on here and someone's got to know something about this young man i mean someone's got to know so i'm going to share with you guys a few details about aiden
Um, as I stated before, he is still missing and the family's still looking. It's been over a year since he's gone missing. And as I stated before, his birthday was January 22nd. Um, Aiden has dark blonde to light brown hair with blue eyes. Um, I want to stress on the blue eyes because it's very bold and vibrant and very piercing. Um, Aiden, because he is a surfer boy, he he has a little darker skin tone than what you would expect normally from a Caucasian boy. Um, If you are a Caucasian boy born and raised here in Hawaii and you love the water, you have a kind of golden kind of skin tone um and Aiden does so because of that his blue eyes definitely stand out um he's five feet 11 inches tall weighs approximately 145 150 pounds um he does have a few tattoos he has an infinity sign on his knuckle and a dollar sign and the words save water are um above his knee He also has a scar on his right wrist that he got from a glass cut. And Aiden smokes Spirit Blue. There is a $2,000 reward for information leading to Aiden. Um, It's very, very important that I note that this $2,000 reward is going to go to the first person whose information leads to Aiden leads to recovering him or leads to the arrest of whoever's involved in Aiden's disappearance. Um, As I stated before, someone definitely has to know what happened to this young man. It's been over a year since he disappeared and his family will not give up looking for him. I keep my eyes open it's a case that I've actually I've seen his flyers pop up and I've seen his face pop up in my feed and stuff like that now over the course of the last year and I've been really mindful where I go I keep my eyes open for him and I haven't seen him at all um it's sad and like I said before it really makes it hurts my heart because I am really thinking that there's some form of foul play involved. Um, I really wish that someone would come forward with anything and really just help the heart of his family. It it hurts me and it, it just breaks my heart seeing what this family is going through. Um, there are many ways that you can contact Aiden's family with any form of information. I will list the contact information in the description box of this episode, but you can also visit the Find Aiden Duncan Facebook page, um, follow and share the page to get out as much information and get the word out as much as you can um, about it. And if you knew Aiden, knew where he hung out or anything along those lines, do not hesitate. Reach out to the family. Any little bits of information can be helpful. Um, Aiden is Aiden's family. His mom and dad are working in combination with a person that's located here on island to help them since they're still on Kauai. So the person that they are working with is Kimberlyn Scott. Um, 
If anybody is familiar with that name, Kimberlyn Scott is the mom who, or the mom of Charlie Scott, who had gone missing several years ago. And um, I, my thought process is I, I definitely want to have a chit chat with Kimberlyn and, you know, go over some things because of her experience. She's been able to help families and really be an advocate here on the island or just in the state of Hawaii in general um, because of her experience. And I think that she'll be able to really share more info with all of us so that we know the different protocols and what we can do, how we can help in something like this so that's something I do plan to do in the near future but um, Kimberlyn is also working with the family so you can reach out in different ways as I stated I'll be putting contact information in the description for this video again as I stated before my heart goes out to the Duncan Ohana to Aiden's mom and dad Laurie and Sam Aiden's brother Lachlan um, I know holidays have passed birthdays and so forth and it, I don't have experience along those lines, but as a mom, I can only imagine what they are going through as a family. My heart and prayers are with all of you. Um, I want to thank you guys again for joining me here on this podcast. I hope that the sound is okay. Um, I wanted to try out some new things so I am actually using a pair of Raycons um, they were given to me as a gift so you could say that this episode is sponsored by the hubby but um, this episode sponsored by honeygirlsworld.com um, definitely I want to get the word out there for everyone and my goal is as I stated while I still want to focus on lifestyle beauty planning and all those things at the same time my little corner on on my end of the internet all of those will be great to you know help to get the word out and awareness as much as possible so that we can be bringing some closure to these families or bringing these family members home I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. My thought process is that this is going to be released on Tuesdays for True Crime Tuesday. Um, So that's when you'll be seeing this episode released. I will likely be doing one or two of these a month and then um, still focused on some of my other portions of my podcast and YouTube channel. But um, yeah, guys, I... I'm wishing you guys the most wonderful rest of your January. And if you have any questions or if you have a case that you'd like me to take a look at, to talk story about on my podcast, definitely you know how to reach out to me. Wishing you all a wonderful day. And thanks again for joining me. I'll talk to you all soon.